Hello, and welcome to episode two of I See Bad Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Keen. I am, as always, joined by the wonderful... Emma Spicer. I See Bad Movies is just a podcast where we're going to sit and watch bad movies so that you don't have to. That's it. And uh, we're, we're going to pick apart certain parts of the movies. And we always have to kind of decide whether we're going to be focusing on the worst of the movie or the best of the movie. So every single time, it's going to be just potluck. The movie we're going to watch this week is called The Attic. Ooh. I know, it's a, it's a 2007 movie starring a very, very young-looking Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale. Yes, and you told me this last week, and she's done a lot of stuff, hasn't she? Yeah, apparently so. She's been yeah. in a, a lot of things. But I would never have recognised that no she's um i think until the handmaid's tale well for me until the handmaid's tale i wasn't really aware of her and then she popped up in everything what was the the invisible man is another recent movie of hers yeah, as well which um, is top of the lake is it top of the lake that she's in oh is i that, don't know that one is that what it's called i'm doubting myself now something like that it might not be um, well we can we can look it up um <laughs> well i mean hopefully the movie's entertaining enough that we don't look it up while we're watching the movie based upon last week's oh, yeah. movie it can't. The, the only good thing about this week is it can't be any worse That's than last true. week because yeah. that was a boring movie. But this one is going to be jam-packed with action and fun. I think <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, can hope. we can hope. <laughs> Live and hope. Absolutely. All right, Emma. So, are you ready for a little bit of a synopsis about the attic? Born ready. <laughs> I hope you will. All right. So, after moving to an old house with her family, Emma. Emma Callan. <gasps> her name's Emma. Da, da, da. God, how will you sleep at night? Emma Callan is agoraphobic and haunted by a doppelganger that lives in the attic. Emma stops going to college and has friction with her father, Graham. When Emma is attacked by the ghost in the attic, she is sent to therapy with Dr. Perry by her mother, Kim. That's a very long sentence. <laughs> Only detective John Trevor believes in her statement and he helps Emma to investigate her doppelganger. When her brother Frank- Frankie Callan is slashed in the throat, <gasps> Trevor gives a gun to Emma for her self-protection. Oh wow! Okay, there's well, a lot going on in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I really like the fact that the synopsis in, in actually introduces us to quite probably every single character. Yes. We've got Trevor. We've got Kim. We've got Doctor Perry, Frankie, Detective John Trevor. And also, I think the person that wrote this uh, synopsis had found the little um, key that puts the umlaut over the character, because the amount of times oh, they okay. write the word doppelganger in this yep. uh, in this synopsis, they can. yeah, it's just really <laughs> over the top. <laughs> All right. So, um, as always, we are going to decide if we're going to focus on the best or the worst of this movie. This is when I'm going to break out my comically large coin, and I'm going to flip it. Hopefully, catch it. Yep. Are you ready to find out? I'm ready. Oh, we're going to focus on the worst of the movie. Oh, interesting. So last week we did the best, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we were focusing on the good bits. Now we're going to really try and focus on the worst bits. Hopefully, unlike last week, we've got lots of of content (laughs) from that. But if we don't, then just join us over on our Patreon where you can listen to the bonus episode where we talk about the opposite side. So hopefully we'll have something for, for you today. Now we know we're focusing on the worst of the movie. I nearly said the best of the yeah. movie there. I get really easily confused. Now we're going to select from the categories that we're going to focus on. It's Could your turn please... this week, David, to pick five cards. Yeah. We have added a couple of more 
Oh yes, we have. Supporting cast. Nice. We've got supporting cast as our first one. Uh, uh, we added accents, didn't we, and casting. Yes, they've been added. Got actor this time. Last nice. week we had actress. Oh, hair and makeup again makes another oh, we appearance. That, yeah, we had that last week. Didn't yep. We? Best line making another appearance. Hopefully it's got. It's all the same cards. I've got to give a little. I've got to give a good rummage. Best actress again. Honestly, there are more cards in there than that. But yeah, make, making its second appearance is actress line hair and makeup. But we've got two new options. We've got actor and supporting cast. Don't get me wrong. If there's anything that's of major, major interest to bring up, we probably will bring it up. But those are going to be our yes. focus. I can already tell you that. From the picture you just showed me, hair and makeup is going to be the ghost. Yeah, I, I agree entirely with you there. Are you ready to watch your namesake in the attic? I'm ready. Are you scared? Yes, 100%. That's why you've got your brown shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> They're more salmon, actually. David has, has actually got brown shorts on. They're more salmon. Are they salmon? Yeah, I'd say oh, or, okay. or rust. They're, they're um, bordering on brown. We'll, we'll, put a, we'll put a picture up on social media and you can uh, you can let us know what, what colour you think they are. <laughs> Let's watch the film. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that looks like we've uh, we've just finished watching the attic. Everyone, what a film! <laughs> yeah, I literally don't know where to start. So so much to unpack about that movie. That was yeah, that was really quite something, wasn't it? It was an experience, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an experience you'd ever want to sit through again? No, no. We've, I think no. most of the films we've watched, that would be a hard no. But you know, we've done it now, so. Yeah, it's and there's, one, there's lots to unpack, isn't there? Lots. So much. It's definitely a movie that you could tick off your list if you've never seen it before. Um, if you have seen it before, you probably understand our pain. Sorry, if you have seen it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do feel for them actually, because yeah. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. It's, Although better than last week. Yeah, which I suppose is, is saying yeah. is, is saying something, isn't it? But yeah, it I wasn't. mean, there was more going on in this film, but probably too much going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. really was. So, um, like, like we did with um, the Ghost of Bolly Rectory, I just just wanted to expand on the synopsis first of all, um, just to sort of highlight what actually happened in the movie before we go into talking about the categories. So, we open up to a, another quite well-known actress, Alexand- Alexandra Alexandra Daddario. Uh, anyway, her. She's yes. having a bath and like there's a ghost kind of thing walk past the bathroom and she gets out and then she gets stabbed by the ghost. It's straight into the action, isn't straight, it? It's, oh, there's no it's like, intro, it's just literally first scene is action. Yeah, straight into like yeah. that. There is no hanging about. Which, when you're watching a movie, you kind of think, oh, God, they're really dragging their heels. Yeah, sometimes it can be too much of an intro and you mm-hmm. think, when is something going to actually happen? But this was straight in, first scene some action which was good again a step up from last week because yep. last week we had no action for the whole film <laughs> this week we were straight into some action yeah and but it was almost like it was too much too fast the whole film was too much the whole film was yeah. a roller coaster yeah <laughs> and yeah. Well, I still don't know what happened <laughs> I still don't really understand the ending but we'll yeah. get to that yeah and that's that is the main thing I mean literally Alexander Dario's character just dies we've got no idea who she is or anything about her and then it's just an absolute like smash cut to 
um, what's her name? Elizabeth Mossy's character, Emma. Emma. How could I forget the name <laughs> Emma? Um, just the her family are now in this house. There's no explanation, is there, of the first girl or this yeah. family? And what I found really bizarre was when you read the synopsis and in the film, they refer to it as if Emma's moved into this house. Yeah. But the whole family, that Emma, it turns out she's what a college student that doesn't go to college so they make it sound like she's moved into this house but actually she's a young girl that's living with her family so Mm -hmm. I don't know why they refer to it as oh you've moved here a month ago whatever her mum said and in the synopsis it says Emma moves to a new house not Emma moves Emma's family moved to a new house it's yeah it was just a bit weird yeah Um, I I sometimes wonder about the synopsis in um, in IMDB because you just sometimes think was it just written by someone like who's just watched the movie, like us, yeah. trying desperately to remember what actually Possibly, happened? Possibly, because like I say, I still don't really know what happened. <laughs> there was lots of twists and turns, but I can't work out what actually did happen, what was real and what wasn't real. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree with you. We have this absolute just like smash cut, basically, right over to Emma and her family in. Uh, we find out that her brother, Frankie, has... Um, movie-based, non-specific special needs. <laughs> it's very vague. It's very vague. Um, he does sort of a poor impression of Leonardo DiCaprio in What's He in Gilbert Grape. <laughs> so, and there's lots of like his hands have got cramp, isn't there? Like lots yeah. of finger cramping, and lots of weird looks to the camera, and well, not to the camera, but to the, like, the other cast members, and just talks in a bit of a silly voice. Yeah, it's not. They don't ever explain what what he's got wrong with him or. It's not relevant to the story at all, is it, either? Mm-hmm. There's no relevance to the brother having any sort of learning difficulties or anything like that. There's no, there's just no reason for it. It's just kind yeah. of, let's just write this character in. And it, and that's the guy, did you say that's the guy that wrote the script? Yeah, apparently, apparently, so in the end credits, it said it was based upon a story by Tom Malloy. And the script writer, one of them was Tom Malloy. I can't imagine there's that many Tom Malloys involved in this movie. So when you see the character Frankie being played by Tom Malloy yeah. you kind of have to put two and two together and get yeah. unfortunately four I'd rather have got five in, in this instance I yeah. think but I think that's absolutely right he's doing an approximate impersonation of Leonardo DiCaprio and what's he in Gilbert Grape it ends up like Officer Dewey in Scary yes. Movie <laughs> yes absolutely yeah, you know? It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's not a good piece of acting <laughs> no no and, and we, we quickly realise as well that Emma has her own issues. Yes, um, I do. Emma in the movie. <laughs> Emma Emma here has some issues with the movie. Separate issues. <laughs> but yeah, so Emma's obviously got her own issues as well. She's agoraphobic. She doesn't go out. So she's not going to college, as we said. Slowly, I think the oppressiveness of her being in the house is affecting her. But she's seeing ghosts. She's seeing this doppelganger of herself up in the attic, which fall, which causes her to fall out of the attic and bump her head. Fall out in the most dramatic way. I really wish we'd got stunts on this week because the stunt of her falling out of the attic, the way I can describe it is she was kind of folded. She was kind of at a right angle, wasn't she? Yeah. So yeah. her legs and her body were like at a right angle and she kind of fell out. And I just thought, if you fell out of the attic like that, you'd break your back, surely, or break oh, your neck. You, you'd be dead. She just gets a bit of a bump on the back of her head. Yeah. And also, what I'd like to point out is, if we were doing stunts, I'd have been really impressed because clearly, at some point between the shot of her falling out through the hole in the ceiling and landing on the floor, she clearly does like a three sixty pirouette thing because she lands the way that she wouldn't have landed if she landed the way yeah. she fell out. It was very yeah. odd, but it does 
because she's injured, it does introduce us to Dreamy McDreamboat. The the paramedic is um I don't know his real name, but if anyone has seen Sex and the City, he is Smith Jared, Samantha's uh, long term boyfriend. So yeah, he's he's very good looking apart from the very very pronounced bum chin. <laughs> um, but he is very good looking. I think he's a model as well in real oh, life. Oh, is he? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, he's a famous yeah, figure of a man. Model clearly. and actor. Um, yeah, we get introduced to him. He's the paramedic, and he puts his hand behind her head and says, "Oh, you've got a bit of a bump there." And that's okay. about as much as he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and rubs it a lot as well. Oh, and says something about her pupils not being dilated, and she's fine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So clearly, you know, she doesn't have like any form of head, head trauma or no. concussion. So, yep, off she goes. Just after that, um, the police are called. Yes. To investigate this woman in the attic, and there clearly isn't a woman in the yeah, attic. Yeah, nobody went to check. Yeah. Nobody else in the family went to check if there was somebody in the attic. They just called the police. And mm-hmm. I don't think the police went into the attic no. either. We didn't see them going to the attic. Not at all. They just stood there and took some notes on a little notepad like they do in movies. And that, and then they went, didn't they? It wasn't really... There was no real point to that scene either. Well, there was nothing else to it at all. Nothing else to it at all. And then they disappear. And then the next day, we get a new detective appear. Yes. Detective Trevor. No, Detective... Well, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that when we talk about... Because we've got very specific topics to talk about, and that's one of them, how he introduces himself. But Detective Trevor, we were both very confused about because he was the paramedic. He was... Yeah, he was the paramedic. So we, for the most of the film, were thinking, has this guy got two jobs, or is she imagining this or is or are they one point I did actually think is it that low budget that they've used the same actor but they're expecting us not to notice (laughs) he's playing two parts so yeah we didn't know we were really confused about that weren't we for a long time you know in the theatre you could get away with you know people doubling up and playing lots of different parts but in a movie no you can't even if it's a small part you can't because everyone's going to go uh uh, and, and we'd literally just seen him in the scene before as well yeah, it wasn't yeah. even like there was a gap it was that we saw him go from paramedic to detective but this detective just turned up out of nowhere as well didn't he there was no oh. introduction to him he was just kind of there at the house yep so there was no explanation of because there was two two coppers the day before mm-hmm. and then there was this detective turned up yeah. the next day and it was like what would they put this much resource into someone apparently seeing someone in their attic it's very odd I mean, why would you? Why would the police be called out anyway? You fell out of the attic. It's clearly an accident. I don't know any world where the police would come out to that. No. And send detectives. Yeah. Not even just beat cops, you know, or whatever. But even they if are. they did send cops out, if you said, "I think there's someone in my attic," surely the cops would go up to the attic and check. That'd be the first thing they do. Yeah. But I, we didn't see them do that, and they didn't say they'd done that. But that doesn't let the movie happen, Emma. If they yeah, if they true. discount everything straight away, does it? That's true. So Detective Trevor, he turns up. He's clearly believing Emma, but at the same time, Emma's also seeing a therapist that is a friend of her mother. Through the, I mean, that that's just sort of happening. Detective Trevor's believes in her, and he's investigating things for her. He's finding out facts that you know she used to have a twin sister, which could explain the doppelganger. But the twin sister died. She died when she 12 was twelve days, days old. old. Yeah. And she. Oh, and they say that. It looked as though I don't know how you tell this at twelve days old, but it looks as though she had the same issues as her brother. So how, that's what. And then she said, "What? So my dad just let her die? As if, as if you can, as a parent, go, oh, they've got learning difficulties. Okay, let that one die. <laughs> I yeah, just won't feed that yeah. one. Or I won't, like it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at twelve days old, there's no way you'd be able to tell, is there? That if a child had learning difficulties, different if they had like if they could do brain scans and there was something wrong with the actual yeah. brain itself physically. But this was just he kind of 
seemed like he just had sort of learning difficulties. So how you would tell that at 12 days old, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, you've got kids, I've got kids. I don't ever recall any of them getting a brain the first scan. Check, the first check they have in terms of development is a two-year check. So when they're two, you go and you fill out a list of questions and you go and mm-hmm. see someone who doesn't really discuss anything with you. Yeah. <laughs> and just and just goes, Are you, have you got any concerns? And you go, no. And they go, okay, fine, bye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's literally yeah. like that. There's no, they don't really investigate much. So um, if it's different in the US and they have that developmental check within the first 12 days, days <laughs> please let us know. I mean, that's but, quite ambitious to think you can detect something from a, from a 12-day-old baby. But it really is. We, yeah, we don't know. That's the maddest thing about it, isn't it? But So that kind of explains, yeah. So it, when we're watching the movie at first, that kind mm-hmm. of explained, okay, there's a ghost-like figure that it looks exactly like her because it's her twin sister. But yeah, there were so many twists and turns after that, wasn't there? Yeah, there, was there, there really of... was. They started the, throughout the movie building up sort of pa- the paranoia for Emma and her thinking that, you know, her, her mother and her father were against her, they didn't yes. believe her, that kind of thing. Almost like to the degree where like the father seemed to be quite abusive, which yes. we'll get on yeah, to. We'll, get on to that. That we'll definitely get on to that, don't you worry, but it was very strange. <laughs> There's a couple of weird scenes with the dad. And are we going to talk about the fact that she started to sleep with... Oh yeah, 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 didn't yeah. She? They had like a kiss, and then later on in the scene, they've they don't show a sex scene, but they've clearly had sex, and he's yeah. getting dressed again, and she's taking pictures on her weird little disposable. Camera. Yeah, a little disposable camera. Getting dressed, I like, wish we had props because I think I think the yeah. disposable camera would definitely been up there. I in mean, the it props. was two thousand seven. There would have been mobile phones. Yeah. We, I don't think many people would still be using the disposable cameras. No. And also, she's agoraphobic. How is she going to get that camera? And there developed? would have been so. I mean, even two thousand seven. Even if you didn't have a mobile phone, I guarantee you most households had a digital, digital camera. camera. Yeah. You know, who has yeah, one yeah. nowadays, you know, unless you're an absolute enthusiast. But yeah. So what's really strange as well is obviously Emma and Detective John Trevor have just had coitus and then he's gone off to do his detective stuff and she walks past the attic. No, first of all, she slivers down the bed. For oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was she, really like, odd. She slides down the bed and that's how yeah, the scene ends. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was strange. And, and yeah, she walks past the attic and there's clearly sex noises coming from the attic. Yes, and we still, still now, we've watched the whole film and we still mm. don't know who was having sex in the attic. Yeah. And when we get to the end of telling you about the film, it still won't be clear. Oh, there's still nothing who, clear about it who it could have been we've was, we've missed one thing in the order of the movie at one point yes. Frankie yeah. gets murdered as well he does he gets yeah. murdered well we what we see is Emma looking out of, into the garden and there's this tyre swing isn't there that keeps she keeps looking at all the yeah. time and then um, all of a sudden there's Beth the twin sister on the tyre swing oh, at one yeah, point yeah the name was Beth wasn't it yeah. and then and then we see a scene where she's looking out into the garden at the tyre swing and then um, Frankie's out there, isn't he? And she, that's right. Beth just appears with a knife, um, slits his throat, and it's quite good. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, that was quite good. For his throat yeah, it was, was actually. Split. Yeah, so that happens, and she's just like. Obviously, the police then think it's her, don't they? That's, mm-hmm. But they can't find the knife. Yeah, that's. They all. say about they got they they need yeah. to find the knife. Yeah, and they um, couldn't find it, so it was. And like... she's taking some pictures mm-hmm. on her little camera. That's right. And she, they're saying to her, "Can you take us out into the garden and show us what happened?" And she's saying, "No, I'll show you tomorrow." Yeah, I'll show you even tomorrow. though she doesn't go out. If you're agoraphobic, do you not even go out into your own garden? Is it literally you don't step outside the house? Or... No, I mean I, I know somebody with agoraphobia, and they'll go and into go their own the garden. garden. Yeah, that's they what I mean. She would go into her garden. She wouldn't go necessarily out for the day, yeah. but she would go into I'm, her garden. I guess it's a. I, I guess it depends really on your level of agoraphobia but yeah 
agoraphobia isn't the fear of outdoors. It's it's more the it's more like fear socializing of, and stuff, is it? Yeah, it's, I think isn't it? Maybe more it like, covers quite a broad spectrum, but I thought it was also just like the fear of busy, crowded yeah. places, and they live out in the sticks. Yeah. So and like I say, in her own garden. I'm sure even if somebody does suffer with that, they're going to go into their own garden. Yeah. They might just not necessarily go out on a day out. Or yeah, exactly. And and yeah. also didn't seem to have any issue with like loads of people just coming in and tramping through the house. That yeah. never seemed to be an issue, which I don't yeah, can sometimes true. be with people with agoraphobia as well. So I don't know. I don't. I just don't think they did the research when they wrote this story. No, it wasn't very well thought through, was it? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. So then, after Frankie dies, yeah, we have the. She's clearly comforted by doctor. Uh, doctor, let's just give him another he job might as well. title. Well, he, he might was as well a, be. He was a paramedic. Yeah, he was a paramedic. He's now a doctor, and now he's a, and he was always a detective as well. Yeah. So they they have their little um, tryst that goes on. Then she gets attacked by the ghost. I mean, I know this isn't the oh, exact yes. the exact yeah, yeah. synopsis, but she, yeah. at some point she then gets attacked by the ghost. And Detective John Trevor comes in and sees the ghost as well. This is the first time anyone other than Emma seen the ghost. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And he's, like, pointing pointing a gun at her and just lets her go. She jumps out the window. Yeah, just lets and, her go. But then Emma's like, see, you saw her too. She's, she's real and yeah. I'm not making this all up. And then I can't remember what happens after that. He gives her the gun so that she oh, stays yes, safe. Oh, to protect herself. Within the same evening, she then she I don't so I don't know how she's got so she's given him that he's given her the gun even, and she goes downstairs because her mum and dad have now come home yes. and she sees them crushing up tablets to put in her drink. Yeah, and, and she um, says, "I'm not thirsty." Yeah, both pointing <laughs> a gun at them. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not thirsty anymore because I've just had some fun with Detective John Trevor. <laughs> But yeah, so she's pointing the gun at the parents and starts to kind of accuse them of using witchcraft to bring yes. back. We missed that scene, didn't we? Because she goes into the attic at one point and there's oh, all symbols, yeah, like witchcraft right. symbols all over the walls, sort of neon kind of lit up in the dark, yeah, aren't they? It is and there's this really the odd scene where she's like spinning round, like, or the the camera spins around her yeah. sorry she doesn't spin around so the camera's kind of spinning around her it made me feel a bit seasick because it was just kind of like a lot of motion um, <laughs> and then then she writes down all the she copies down all the symbols doesn't she in a notebook and says yeah. to the detective can you look into these symbols and he says they're witchcraft symbols and then her dad has got a tattoo of a witchcraft symbol on oh, his arm yeah, which didn't yeah. make any sense either it didn't at all so all that leads up so to so they hint at witchcraft but then it's like yeah. again that was a pointless part of the plot because that yeah. didn't really didn't really, really marry was. up at the end, did it to anything? It didn't. It wasn't relevant. Came to nothing. But it, the only thing that it did come to was the fact that it, it built on Emma's paranoia, so that when it got to the the end where she sees her mum crushing up these tablets to put in her drink, that she starts to say, "Oh, you're trying to drug me. You're trying yeah. to replace me with." You're trying to use witchcraft to bring back my dead sister, which didn't make any sense. That me. They would try and kill her. Well, with what we knew so far, yeah. it didn't make any sense because they'd lost the twin sister they'd lost their son mm-hmm. it wouldn't make much sense for parents who've lost two children to then kill the third one yeah no um, no. I, I but don't... then I think what we learnt later on probably meant that that wasn't the case because then so then she kills her parents doesn't yeah. she with the gun shoots them dead shoots her dad quite a few times <laughs> yeah in self defence and then her mum just gets shot once I think doesn't she yeah and then she calls the police on herself and says I've just killed my parents they turn up 
Oh, and then there's a really weird scene. So there's an, oh, yes. another guy turns up, another paramedic, and she says something to him about him being the detective, doesn't she? Yeah, but it was the same. It was the same actor. It was the same. Oh, it's guy. the same actor. Yeah. But he then he says, "No, my name's Brad." Yeah. It's like, well, who are you? And <laughs> she's like three different characters Trevor, so far. Tell them. Tell them what's going on. And yeah. He, and he's looking at her like, um, I, I haven't got a clue what you're oh, talking about. Oh, and we about. missed a really other important part. Oh, have we? Yes. So this disposable camera that she's taking pictures of everything. Oh, yeah. Her dad at one point takes it off of her when she's asleep. And then she's like, where's my camera? And is asking for it back. That's the weird scene where she's eating pasta and rubbing it all over her chest. But I think we'll get to that scene because that's also the scene where something really disturbing happened. Really disturbing. Um, <laughs> so he takes the camera and then... So at the end, he said to her before he gets killed, he says he got the photos developed and then she kills him. And then when the police come in, I was really hoping that we'd have like a hangover at the end of the hangover. So all the photos would flash up on the screen and it'd all be her just like having loads of fun and drinking and stuff. Um, <laughs> just killed wasn't. my brother. What up? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it wasn't. But we did see the photos in the end, didn't we? And there was nothing on the photos. It was just like a photo of a wall or yeah. a photo of the floor. So the photos that she took of... Detective John. Or Detective John. Yeah. He wasn't in the photo. Detective Trevor, not John. Detective Trevor, John Trevor, 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 John, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So um, he wasn't in the photos. So clearly, what we thought was she'd imagined. Yes. Detective John Trevor. She'd imagined him, and just from the par- this paramedic that she'd seen, which yes. was just so confusing in the film. Yeah, because then he, because we never knew his name in the beginning when he was mm-hmm. a paramedic, and then he came back and he was Brad apparently. And then there's a weird scene where she's... uh, You see one angle where she's pointing the gun at him and saying, what does she say? Something or I'll kill you. Yeah, she says, tell them what's going on, Trevor, or or I'll kill you. Or I'll kill you. But then it pans to her and she's got the gun under her chin. Yes. And then, yeah, she shoots herself. Which does then start to scream, oh, wait a second, this isn't a ghost story. This is actually just... It's been her all along. Like a a psychological thriller showing that it's been her all along. And she's just imagining these other things happening. And, I mean, did she even maybe possibly imagine the brother? Or, I'm just thinking now, they said all the way, you know, they said in the film, they said in the synopsis, she moves to a new house. Were any of the family real? Emma, what if we are just... (laughs) what What if it's still... What if the movie's still happening and actually we're just in Emma's imagination talking about the movie? Okay, too far. Too, too far? far. <laughs> All right, too far. Okay, I'll accept that. But I've just pinched myself and I'm real, so I think we can rule that out. Um, no, it was. Yeah, I'm just thinking that now, but probably not. I think I think it was only the detective that was. So I think the people yeah. in her head, or maybe it was multiple personalities, or it was just imagined. Or, but the twin and the detective were definitely not real, were they? That's right. Yeah. Definitely. Although he's not real, but then at the very end. A new family move in, don't yep. they? And there's some crazy estate agent showing them around. And the, there's a mum and dad and a daughter. And the daughter is like, oh, I don't like this place. It's really creepy. Oh, she's got real bad vibes about she's it. She's like, she's like, don't want to live here. And she goes straight up to the attic for some reason. So she's in the attic and the dad comes up and is like, oh, I think it's a keeper. And <laughs> she's like looking into a big mirror that's in the attic. And then all of a sudden, Detective Trevor's there. Yeah. But he's not Detective Trevor, he's Ronald, <laughs> somebody, Ronald an estate, the estate agent. agent. So what? We, we were like, by this point, we were like, what the hell is going on? Who is this guy? <laughs> so we don't think he's real, but if he's in, in Emma's imagination, he wouldn't appear at the end. So I think he was a ghost, maybe? Yeah, Some but, sort of ghost, because if other people can see him. But he showed up in Emma's imagination looking like the paramedic that helped her with the bump oh, on yeah. her head. 
So if he was so a ghost, why, why did he look like the paramedic? Yeah, yeah, why I don't, would the, why would the ghost then show up as a paramedic from to a completely new person it who's never no seen sense that paramedic? It made no sense. It really didn't make any sense at all. And there was a part, which we'll talk about again later because there's a great line in it, but there was a part where, um, just before the new family move in, obviously all the police around the house because there's been murders there, yeah. and... The, it was kind of they kind of say that somebody years earlier got killed so the woman <laughs> yeah. in the first scene but that still but made it so disjointed yeah we couldn't tie that together we didn't see the relevance of the woman who lived there 30 years ago because she saw a ghost didn't she yeah which I assume was Beth I don't know and got but stabbed by the ghost who knows who that ghost was so that didn't if it was all in Emma's mind that didn't make sense either so but then Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Beth. But they're trying to say that by that single oh, that know. single line, which is one of the lines we're going to talk about. Um, to, well, one of the connected to lines. This is like, well, the, the detective is like, listen, you'll never believe this, but thirty years ago, a woman died here mysteriously. Are they trying to say are they, with that? Were they trying to say, well, actually, it is something to do with the house. There's something here that tricks people into ending up killing themselves or dying in mysterious ways. Don't know. But none of that was really explored, and just to have that single line tagged on at the end to try and give us that explanation. So I don't know if this was a ghost. It was. It was almost just sort of overkill with sort of um, movie. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of overkill with the twists and turns, wasn't it? Uh-huh. I know, like, yeah, you want a plot twist in film, but it was like it was like they almost put in several plot twists. Yeah. But with um, the detective's character, that was way too much. Like he can't be three or four different people, and it didn't explain if he was a ghost an imagined person or or what it just didn't explain it at all so we got yeah. to the end and the last scene was that scene wasn't it with her in the attic and, and him saying I'll see you soon or I'll That's be right. seeing you or I'll see you soon or something didn't yeah. he I, I get the feeling we'll be seeing a lot of each other yes. or something like that yeah yeah so and that was kind of it and then and then I was like, no, it can't end there because I still don't understand what the hell happened in any of this. <laughs> and it goes to the credits and that's it. And yeah. we're left with lots of questions and not in a good way. No. That was pretty much it, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. That was our synopsis. We spent a bit of time talking yes. about that. But I think it, it, was, it, need, it did need to be unpacked a little it, bit. In comparison to last week, a hell of a lot happened. If we could split the amount of activity over both films, it'd probably be about right. Oh, we'd have probably ended up with two relatively okay-paced movies then. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like we said before, we were going to focus on very specific topics now. They were being hair and makeup, discuss the supporting cast, actress, actor and lines this time but obviously we'll focus on the worst yes uh, as we go through um, there wasn't a lot of good either was there it no. was mostly worst I think but still stick around for the bonus episode on the Patreon yes. because <laughs> you know there's still stuff to still stuff to unpack in there I'm going to start with hair and makeup because okay. in terms of the worst hair and makeup I think we it was it was a very easy change wasn't it not a lot to discuss but yeah our character Emma at one point decides that in order to convince the police to know that it's not her that killed her brother Frankie she decides to change up her image doesn't she she drastically changes it yeah she's oh unrecognisable yeah I mean it was very clever it was a very clever move so what does she do she basically dyes one 
tiny strip of hair at the front, blonde. <laughs> she's dark haired and she she dyes a bit blonde at the front. So that because she says, now they'll know it wasn't me. So if somebody else get, gets murdered or whatever, they'll know that it was Beth and not her. Yeah. But of course, yeah. there has to be like video of the photographic evidence of the murder happening yes. to know that it wasn't and her. It wasn't, was there because um, there was nobody there. And it's like when the police were saying to her at some point as well, um, you do it. You wait until we find the knife. Or well, when we find the knife, or oh, we'll yeah. have you. Well, they never did find the knife, did they? No, they think? never did. They were pretty inept policemen, weren't they? Yeah. But also, it's like, well, wait a second. Even if you did find the knife, then surely that's what Emma would want because it would have Beth's fingerprints on it, not did hers. Ghosts have fingerprints though. She was a ghost. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? She didn't think she was a ghost at the time. Oh no, I don't know, but she did because she knew that she died at oh, twelve yeah, days yeah, old. Yeah. No, of course, yeah. So, she so must she's have walking been around ghost. thinking that Beth's a ghost, yeah. but trying to take pictures of her, which I couldn't work out if it's vampires or ghosts as well that you don't show up in pictures. <laughs> the ghost shopping pictures? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, my mind is broken by do ghosts have fingerprints? I'm not really thinking. I don't think they do. If a ghost can hold a can, knife, yeah, can it hold an object as well? Clearly, otherwise. Could you imagine the scene well, where, where Beth the ghost is trying to pick up the knife to kill Frankie? And she's <laughs> like, just going hold, on, through it. hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. I'm sure I can do this if I concentrate. You know, it'd have taken guess, a lot yeah, longer. Yeah, but I guess like poltergeists and stuff, they throw yeah. things around a room, I guess. And also, I suppose as well, in the film, the ghost did draw witchcraft sort of symbols yeah. or wicker, wicker symbols and oh, that was also the first, cleaned the up the first one themselves. they saw on the floor so on the um, attic floor they see a symbol quite early on that's right and the detective marks it down in his notepad and then when he gets back to his office he looks up on the computer and it's the Gemini symbol isn't it yeah the horoscope symbol um, so that's obviously the twins because it's Emma and Beth. Oh, so um, that was that's pretty on the nose, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah, what's this not... symbol? Oh, Gemini. So yeah, there wasn't. That, I mean, that was the worst, wasn't it? The hair and makeup that was pretty. Yeah, pretty I mean, bad. she spends Emma spends most of the film with greasy hair and no makeup on because yeah. she's just sitting around her bedroom. So there wasn't really a lot of a lot for the makeup department to <laughs> no, do. No. She probably did her own makeup, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, absolutely. There wasn't a lot to yeah. it. <laughs> so um, I think I think we can move on from hair and makeup quite quick, yes. can't we? There. All right. So let's take a little bit of time to talk about the supporting cast. Yes, let's. Because right. there was it was quite there was I mean there really people, was only one there? main actress, which was Elizabeth Moss. Yes. Most people were basically just supporting cast. A few people had a few I, more. I would extra say lines. the main characters were Elizabeth Moss, Moss and um, the brother Frankie. And Detective, detective Trevor. I'd say. Yeah, yeah even the brother it. wasn't really in it because he died know. halfway through as well. Yeah, I know, but if you die halfway through, you, does that still quite amazing? Does that part, lump you down as a pointing when you've got quite a lot of lines? I guess he was in a lot of know. the first scenes, wasn't yeah. he? Um, with his finger cramps. Probably actually really happy that he died halfway through, <laughs> yeah, so that he could probably get quite like, painful physiotherapy on his yeah. hands. <laughs> um, he won't be writing another script. He won't be able to type. <laughs> no. no. But, uh, I mean, to you, Emma, out of all the supporting cast, is there anyone that kind of stuck out to you as yeah. being pretty awful? The dad. The dad he, was terrible. He was so awful. But the mum wasn't really... I wouldn't say she really had a lot of lines at all. She wasn't no. in it much. No, it wasn't. Um, and then you had, like, the therapist guy who was in yeah. it a little bit. Um, and obviously, like, various police officers. Um, yeah, but they were just, they like, were tiny parts. Yeah, police officers, weren't they? They were tiny little parts, yeah. So mm-hmm. the dad was definitely the worst supporting cast. He was yeah. He was just a dreadful actor, wasn't he? I actually kind of noted down the fact that I said, pretty sure he just walked in off the street. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Just like, oh, what are you guys up to? We're making a movie. Oh, can I be in it? 
Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, probably. Are we going to talk about the dad now or are we going to talk about the dad? Yeah, I think um, I think I think we might as well touch on some of the things that because the dad did have a line very early in the movie, but it it was a really, really, really long line, but it was really badly done. I can't actually remember what it was. So we're not going to worry about the lines for the dad. But I think clearly some of the things that he did really need to be mentioned. Yes. Um, So there was one bit where they kept kind of alluding through the movie. The dad was a bit abusive, I think. Yeah. Because he was sitting down to a meal of pasta. Oh, all they ate was pasta. Pasta. They, every pasta. meal was pasta. And the first meal they had was pasta, green beans, and like a little roll, bread I would, roll. I would just say be careful, Emma, because, you know, maybe that is like a, a, a very important meal in the US. Do so if think? there's anyone from the US listening, if pasta, green beans, and bread rolls are your it's a thing, then your thing. I apologise. Yeah, good. If good, that's a traditional meal in America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they did have pasta. Every time you saw them eating a meal, or, no, actually, no, they had that takeout, didn't they? Oh, they did have a takeout. Which is the bit we're going to talk about. Yeah, we'll get to the takeout. We Um, will get to the takeout. Yeah, but uh, any other time you saw them eating, it was pasta. It's probably just because it's the cheapest thing to cook up for a prop for a film, isn't it? Make plenty of it. And if it goes cold, it's which it's gonna it's be still, while you're yeah, filming, it's still, still edible. It's still yeah. not gonna be too bad. But so they're, they're sitting down to this pasta meal. Frankie's talking about doing something. And I can't quite remember what it was he was saying he was gonna do. But the dad was like really irrationally getting angry. Yeah. But really badly acted angry. And then he smacks Frankie over the back of the head, but it, it just really looked like, uh, don't really want to hit you, but we have to make it look like we're slapping you. And it ended up like some sort of weird sort of scuff And there wasn't the back really a real head. reason for it, was there? Like you no. say, it wasn't, he wasn't doing anything that bad. It yeah. wasn't like he deserved a slap, really. And Frankie's not a young child. He's a man. Yeah. He's well, well he into his 20s. Working, wasn't he? He, was he was working, he was yeah. working. It did seem really odd, still just like scuffing them across the head. Yeah, it was. It was. Pretty That's not bad. the worst thing that I did, though. <laughs> no, no. I think we're, we're we're slowly building up and ramping up to the worst thing that he did. But yeah. this one's still involving food. Yes. The the yeah. next thing he did was so they they also alluded to the fact that Emma wasn't eating, was she? So That's she right. was sitting in her bedroom a lot. She wasn't eating. He was saying you're wasting away. There's a point where the mum and dad are having a takeaway. Chinese, maybe, possibly. Yeah, it looked, like a, it looked like the yeah the little Chinese boxes carton that, yeah. that you get in American Chinese. Um, so it looked like they were having a Chinese, and she comes downstairs and she goes into the kitchen, and her dad says, "You need to eat something. You're wasting away." And then just. She says, what does she say in response? She's, she says Ma- no, but I can't remember what she says. Yeah, he says, he's like, you need to eat something, you're wasting away. Then he says another line, he says, I want to see you eat something. And oh, her yes. reply was really weird, because then she's yeah. like, mum says she really wants to see you eat something. Yeah, it was weird. That and was then, weird. And then he picks something up, and we, we did we rewind that bit? I think we did we rewind did. that bit. Yeah, we had to. So he picked something up out of the takeaway box... And it looked like a gherkin or something yeah, to me. It, it was green. It just looked like a gherkin. You couldn't really see it. And then he just smashes it into her face. <laughs> he just like smashes it into her mouth. And it's but then it's all like a really gooey consistency. It's like yeah. mushy. So she just ends up with it all over her face and a bit sort of on her chest. And it's just really messy. And it's and he again he was really quite aggressive. The dad wasn't he? There yeah. was no need for it. Like if you're if you're concerned about your daughter not eating, that's not the way you go about getting her to eat. No, no, and <laughs> especially something into her face. As, and especially you know like a college age. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Any age you don't do that. 
but it seems yeah. really odd it's, it, it, that age you'd be so kind of like yeah, I wanted to that kind of make sure you eat something and then try and you know jam a, 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 a smushy girl kid into her face it yeah we kind of compared thing. it to and this was quite disgusting but we compared it to when a cucumber goes bad <laughs> yeah. and it kind of goes liquidy and mushy and it was that, that consistency and it just looked grim and yeah and he was just so aggressive with the way he was like you need to eat and then just smashed it into her mouth and yeah bizarre it really was bizarre but he was of an course. odd character wasn't he the dad oh 100% of course the next weird thing that happens also involves food Yes. Yeah. I was thinking, does it? No, yes. There's another weird scene of her where she does start eating, doesn't she? So there's no explanation, but one day she's just sat at the table with a feast. Yeah. It's not. I mean, it's a big bowl of pasta again, but there's also lots of other dishes of various different foods. I think they're green beans again. Bread green rolls. beans. Some of <laughs> the dishes had bits. some of the dishes had lids on, so I can only assume perhaps they were a mixture of pasta and green beans <laughs> yes. and. Uh, you know that old sorts. traditional meal yeah so there was a lot of food for one person yeah and she the only way I can describe it is when you have a one year old an 18 month old kid and they're sitting in their high chair and you give them food and it ends up more of it on the floor than mm-hmm. in their mouths in their hair on their face it's everywhere and she was stuffing it into her face with her fingers she wasn't using any cutlery that's right and then she had the sauce all rubbed all over her chest and her arms yep and then when you when it panned down to the floor, there was just a load of food on the floor. So she was just like basically sitting there eating like an animal. Yeah. For no, there was no explanation of that. It's like clearly she's got hungry because she hasn't eaten for days. But then she did that this weird. It's so strange. Scene where she was tucking into some pasta and stuffing it into her mouth similar in a similar way to how the dad had tried to stuff the cucumber into her mouth. Um. Yeah. And then that's and then there's a sickening scene yeah <laughs> which I don't even know if we can discuss and, and it, well we're gonna have to so it, we're gonna. so the, the dad turns up because obviously we're talking about the dad being like the worst supporting actor here the dad turns up and this is the only time that I would expect the dad to actually be a bit cross because she's making a mess she's you know she's there's pasta and green stuff all over the floor that's when you can get annoyed yeah that's right? when you but like, he doesn't what are you doing he doesn't get annoyed he starts like taking part he takes a bit of pasta he pops it in he's eating oh, she, away does she ask him to eat though and then he's like I don't really want to and then he does pop a little yeah, bit of that's, pasta yeah that's in. exactly it yeah oh I don't want to and then she gets upset so he like pops a bit in and he's trying to be all friendly it's like mm, you haven't been friendly before no but then then things get a little bit they end up friendly. in the kitchen again don't they do they go into the kitchen again yeah, for some like, reason yeah he, he kind of they kind of like back up and is that he's when got she's looking for the her. camera or not or is that a different scene I think it's a different scene I don't oh, think okay. he's got the camera at this point if I remember right I can't you can remember. explain the scene because it's disturbing <laughs> so <laughs> thanks <laughs> I'm doing this under duress though so so yeah he's he grabs her by the shoulders and I, and I actually thought to myself oh you like pasta he's sauce over your all, hands and now. all over your suit because he's yeah. got yeah and he pulls her in close yeah he pulls her in for like a hug and they hug and as they part I instantly recoiled and uh, and I think you looked at me because I was like because <laughs> I could see what I was going to happen yeah, we, I think we both could yeah. see what was going to happen and we were like no um, it was disturbing because it was her face that made us realise what was going to happen yeah it was kind of pulled a bit of a, her eyes went a bit like, like she was looking him up and down if my if I had a girlfriend and I was holding her close like that and she gave me that look then you would think oh there's going for a wee bit of a kiss going on here yeah but if it was my daughter and she gave me that look, I would not do what the dad did there no. and go on for a full-on... I mean, it wasn't a full-on smooch. It wasn't like... She kissed him. Like that. But she kissed him and he did kiss he her back. kissed her back. I mean, it wasn't... 
It didn't need it to be like a full-on Frenchie. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like a proper snog, was it? No, but it, it wasn't. was definitely kissing on the mouth, which yeah. is weird. And it's and... put me off kissing for the rest of my life. That's it. No more. <laughs> but again, happen. again, no explanation for the incest. There was None. no point to that. None at all. There was no relevance to the weak storyline that there was. Yep. There was nothing. There was no point. Why did they yeah. kiss? But that's the thing that led you to think. Was at one point I think you said, oh, yeah. "Is the dad having sex with Beth in the, Beth, in the, the attic?" Ghost, yeah, cause the, the ghost in the attic. It never explained the sex noises coming from the attic. Emma was downstairs listening to it, so mm-hmm. she, it couldn't have been her. And Beth was a, a magic her, in her imagination, with we think, and so was the detective. So who was having sex? And Frankie was dead by that point, was he? Yep, yeah, yeah, he, he was dead. dead by that point. Unless her parents were up there having sex, that's the only other explanation. Mm. But why would they go up in the, to the attic? Why would they not be in their bedroom? Bizarre. Yeah, that that is odd. The whole thing, that whole thing, just really made you just, oh, it was just question, wasn't it? I'm not a prude, but that's not the sort of but thing incest, you want to watch. Yeah, it's not. It's not the sort of it's thing not you okay want to see. Under any it's, circumstances. it's never okay in a Hollywood movie. In a B movie, just, just no. And and especially if it's not even relevant to the story, you've just thrown that in there yeah. for no reason. I mean, I'm just saying it's bad idea all the time. You're just saying like, well, if it's relevant to the story, well, no, I know, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. If if it if it was a movie that it had to involve that for whatever reason, if then it explained you would something, or, to see yeah. It. But it's it was just thrown in, and I think I remember in the credits that the guy that wrote it, Tom Malloy, had the same son name as the guy that played the dad. So has he okay. written his dad apart to go like, oh hey, get your hands on this young actress here? Oh Is God, that what's yes. happened? I don't know. Because you know, I wouldn't put it past you know some people that write some of these movies think yeah. you know we've seen it well, a lot in a green, lot of bad yeah. movies that we've watched where they've yeah. written the movie, they've clearly just got themselves a love scene with a. Young, with a much younger yeah. woman, you know. I mean, don't get me, this wasn't a love scene, but... No, this was just it a was kiss, still, luckily. <laughs> yeah, Can you imagine yeah, if it had gone any further? Yeah. I think we just would have had to turn off. Yeah. I mean, how funny... I mean, how funny, how disturbing would it be if you found out that for that one scene they'd rehearsed it for three weeks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, know. let's get it straight. They're not actually related in real life. Yeah, But it's course. just that, you know, in the film that they're father and daughter... It's still it's enough just, to make you yeah. feel... Oh, why? Why? just no reason for it at there all. was and there was literally no reason for it yeah i had to hit we, it was at that point that we doesn't matter what we knew we had to hit on the dad character because he yeah and he was pretty bad as well the whole yeah. dad character the actual actor just awful with that really disturbing thing can we just move on to the next topic yes please okay so um i'm not quite sure what topic to do next uh well okay let's do this one i think Actress we might leave till last yeah. to discuss. But let's talk about worst actor. Worst actor. We've just done worst actor, haven't we? The dad. No, we did that supporting cast. Oh, he's supporting. supporting cast. Oh, okay, sorry. So other than him, it's got to be Frankie, hasn't it? I think so. So, yeah, we've already said he was doing a bad impersonation of Leonardo DiCaprio in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can describe it, really. It was the way he portrayed somebody with... Well, I guess it was learning difficulties. It was very vague. Yeah. They said, yeah, they didn't They didn't explain it, did they? They That's didn't right. ever explain what he actually had wrong with him. And they said, when they said about the twin sister, they said her brain didn't form properly. It was very vague, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, oh, her brain didn't vague. form properly, so she died. But she kind of said, the dad, what, dad let her die? Then the detective said, 
they didn't really explain how she died, no, did they? No, no, no. Just she was twelve um, days old. Her brain hadn't formed properly, and she, and died. she died. And she was, but they were saying that she was going to go along the same lines as the brother. Yeah. So how did the brother survive? So and he get survived. To that stage, if that was the, you um, know. yeah, but his yeah. portrayal of it was just speaking a bit of a silly voice and do a lot of weird things with your hands so it looks like you've got like cramping yeah. your fingers do the and, oh and he walked like, as well he, he did, did walk down to the stuff. yes he did that and he ate really awkwardly with his knife and fork and then there was a scene where he walked out into the garden and he was walking like he'd shit himself yeah <laughs> didn't he yeah that really sort of like sh- and it was like there's short, no what? I don't think he had any yeah. physical disabilities no so I don't know why he'd be walking like that, but yeah, it was it was just poor, wasn't it? It was just poor it really acting. was. It's it's definitely not the sort of thing you could do nowadays in a movie. No, you would you would never get an actor or actress, especially doing it so badly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know you'd probably end up with like a lot of people being able-bodied or yeah, people being cast as disabled people. It still happens, of course, but there would be a backlash to that sort yeah. of thing and I think if you're going to have a character like that you need to sort of be specific about what they've got wrong with them mm-hmm. and then research into actually what are the symptoms of that so you yeah. can portray it correctly because this was just yeah you're kind of there's something kind of wrong with him but we can't really say what and we're just going to keep it very generic and offensive offensive <laughs> yeah yeah. I, don't, I, think, I think you'd find it hard to watch that I mean, especially because you can't watch it and go, "Oh, they did that really well. They were very, they, they portrayed that very sensitively." Yeah. No, 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 not at all. Because we don't know what they were portraying, no. other than just a movie-based, non-specific learning disability. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. It wasn't shame on them. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think he was the worst. Do you yeah. agree? And what what gets me even more is the fact that he was played by the guy that wrote the movie. Did he? You know, did he write himself that part because he thought? Do you know? Was Again, that no relevance? Is to that it. his party trick? Oh, guys, watch me! I can, I can do, I can, I can act like someone with learning disabilities. I don't know. You know was it just where, like a where challenge? Where does that mindset what? come from? <laughs> there was no, there was no relevance to him having learning disabilities, was there? No. Oh, unless they just, unless it was just the link of the twin sister had it, had that same. But then, like you say, the brother survived. So if it yeah. was something that meant you wouldn't survive then he wouldn't have survived I don't know it didn't and make any one, sense one thing that I thought and it would have got it would make me quite angry as well if this was the case but what what would really annoy me is if because the brother dies are they trying to say that it would give the audience more of an emotional sort of gut punch that the brother dies because we oh we should like the brother because oh bless him he's got special needs so we need to yeah maybe that's what it you was know, and so they were trying to go for extra yeah. you know, like you know k- kill kill the disabled person because that will that will be harder on the audience which I don't know which is a really horrible thing to to do you know what an ableist kind of attitude yeah. yeah I don't know yeah it might have just been that they thought we'd warm to him I don't know but he's again he was a bit of a pointless character there wasn't yeah. really a relevance to her having a brother I guess nope. just you know it was just another person to be killed yeah <laughs> and when wasn't... he died it didn't affect anything no the mum I mean the, the, the mum who I think quite clearly when they were taking his body away yes his her cries and screams were clearly dubbed over yeah. as well because that wasn't happening on <laughs> yeah. the no. But other than that, no one else was really affected by his death after the fact. And considering they kind of made it look like she was quite close to her brother in the beginning of the film, yeah. she wasn't that distraught that he died, was she? No. Yeah. But then she did have the loving arms of 
Detective John Trevor to fall into instead. Yeah. Oh, of course. Sorry, he's got another job title: imaginary, as well as (laughs) detective and paramedic, and apparently doctor. Are we going to talk about how he introduced himself? (laughs) Uh, We will do in best in in the lines, because as you can imagine, introducing yourself in a movie involves talking. Yes. So it does. You know, we we got to stick to our categories, Emma. You know. I know. Come on, you're sticking up the rules. I am. I, I am I am the adjudicator. Otherwise, it just go off the rails. This podcast. And my what is law? Um, so yeah, Frankie's the worst actor, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. He really was, and not just because the character was the way he portrayed his character was you know, pretty but offensive. He deserves double punishment because he wrote that character as well. Yeah, double oh double punishment. <laughs> oh, if you yeah. write yourself and and then act it really badly, you're gonna write yourself a decent character. Yeah. So speaking of lines, yes, because I know you're desperate to talk about the way that detective. Trevor introduced himself. Yes. Let's talk about some of the worst lines in this movie. But that's not what we're going to get to just yet. We're going to build up to the to Detective John Trevor's okay. entrance, okay? Because so it truly is the worst one. We had the mum had a good line in the beginning, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah. So she kind of creeps up on Emma, and then Emma sort of jumps, doesn't she? And says something along the lines of, I didn't know you were there, or whatever. And then she says, What, do you want me to wear a cowbell? <laughs> um, we thought that was quite funny. Yeah, I don't think I've ever... You know, I mean, we've all done it. We've all either crept up on someone or walked in on someone and made them jump. Oh, God, I did it to the kids when they were little, both of them, on different yeah. occasions, where I'm talking like three or four, and I they were like really engrossed in what they were doing, what they were playing in their yeah. rooms, and I kind of like jumped in and said boo or something and then just shocked the hell out of them and their little faces That's so cruel I know and I felt <laughs> awful afterwards because I was like oh like, I really startled you like you've really got scared although I don't but have you know, that much sympathy because your son roasts me mercilessly he does so yeah he deserves the, the jump scare there you go <laughs> simple as that it's karma <laughs> it's karma although it happened you know a good well, yeah, but, you know. good long time ago yeah. but these things come around <laughs> come in weird nice. ways <laughs> Elizabeth Moss has like some weird replies to her parents we've already talked about the reply about well mum wants to see you eat something yeah yeah she also says she says in such like a weird way mm, that is an idea to that yeah. as well it was very strange but yeah do you want me to wear a cowbell we've also we've already said this next one this is um, this is paramedic John Trevor when he's okay. Brad. when he was Brad yeah, Brad Howard. Um, I was really hoping that it was Brad Bradson or something like that. Yeah, that would have been good. When he's so we've already said this one where that's a nice bump you've got there. Yeah. And he's I mean, he is seriously rubbing the back of her head. He is, and if you've got a bump on your head that hurts, don't keep rubbing it. No. No. <laughs> just don't touch it. Yeah. I mean I, I was imagining one of those like Tom and Jerry bumps. Yeah, like a cartoon know, bump. The one the one that pushes right through the We didn't the see hair. a bump though, did we? We just she had like quite a lot of hair, so we just saw her laying on the floor. <laughs> So we've no evidence of this bump. No, none at all. All right, let's let's get to the detective and his entrance. So he introduced himself as I'm Trevor, John Trevor. People call me Trevor. People <laughs> 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 like, what? And at first I didn't I got it a bit confused in my head and was like, but what so just call him by his first name, that's what everyone does, don't they? But then yeah. David pointed out that no, that's his surname. So why? And also, John's a better name than Trevor. Sorry to any Trevors out there. I've got an uncle Trevor as well, so sorry. But John's a better name than Trevor, isn't it? <laughs> I mean... So if that's your actual name, then just use your actual name. It is, does seem weird, doesn't it? Who calls you Trevor? And why? Why do you tell people to call you Trevor? Yeah. You're clearly telling people to call you that. So, yeah. And we also are both a little bit suspicious of people that have two first names as a first name and a surname, yeah. aren't if we? You, if you have, I mean, if you have two first names, a first name 
and a first name as a surname. Um, I'm sorry, but I just can't trust you. <laughs> no. It's as simple as that. It's not right. It's just not right. And then if you've got middle names as well, you've just got three first names. Three first names. It's madness. It's just bizarre. It's madness. Where what? do you get off on doing this, people? What if his name is John Ronald Brad Trevor? Ah. Oh. Brad Howard Trevor. He'd have five full first names. Yeah. Can I just say, we haven't even discussed Dr. Coffee at all. Oh, Dr. Coffee, yeah. Yes. Uh, he was a little bit part that came in. He was the he was the Wiccan specialist, wasn't yes. he? Yes. Literally so, one scene, wasn't he? If anyone's seen the movie Sin City, he's in that. He's uh, one oh, of the he? gangsters in it that gets killed off at some point near the end by Mickey Rooney's character, Harvard, whatever his name is. But yeah, he's a little... He's Yeah, he's... um Yeah, do you want to talk about him now? I mean, I don't really know what to say about him other than he was a bit odd, wasn't he? Oh, he reminded me of Tweedledee and Tweedledum from Alice in Wonderland. Just a bizarre little character just thrown in there for one scene. And all of that, um, like, witchcraft symbols and stuff, again, not really a lot of relevance to that. None at all. And they never explained why the dad had the tattoo of it either. But do you know what the weirdest thing is? Who is it that introduced Dr. Coffee to... Emma. Was it the detective or was it the therapist? It was Detective John Trevor who didn't actually exist. Oh, okay. So yeah. how, unless, unless this he didn't Dr. Exist Coffee either. didn't exist either... Yeah, and then... all I could think about was John Coffee from the Green Mile as well, which oh, in, wait, which was... is complete oh. opposite to this coffee. <laughs> Sorry, I kept saying John Coffee, Dr. John Coffee, but no, it's just Dr. Coffee, wasn't it? He was Dr. Coffee, yeah. But yeah, is it John Coffee think... in the Green Mile? It's, yeah, it's John, yeah. Yeah, so John Coffee is this huge, tall black guy... Yeah. And Dr. Coffee was this little tiny white guy. <laughs> so it's like complete opposites. Um, but yeah, that's all I could think of when he said his name was yeah. Dr. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a little segue to another strange little character. Yeah. And another absolute kind of plot hole. How did he get yeah. introduced unless he didn't exist as well? And what was the relevance of him? Yeah. What was the relevance of all those symbols in the attic? It made no sense. Although I did enjoy the scene where it was just kind of spinning around her oh, and I felt a bit yeah. seasick. Although it didn't make you feel seasick, it was, it was just yeah, kind probably of like, the best. Whoa. Yeah, so unfortunately we're not doing scene because that might have been the best scene. Yeah. Why do I keep going to call him Doctor? I don't know. Detective John Trevor. The name's Trevor. Yeah. John Trevor. Trevor. John Trevor. People call me Trevor. I mean, like, <laughs> just... Just call the character Trevor. This is Detective yeah. Trevor. This is one thing that you you will tend to notice if when you know as if we have lines come up more and more, yeah. you will tend to find that there are just some really unnecessary things that they put in scripts that you're just yeah. like, why even mention that? We do have a couple of good lines that we'll have thrown yes. in as well because I mean, one of them's Corker. Oh, it's an absolute corker. I mean, it's worth the price of Patreon on its own. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, you know, you might want to save up till we've got a few episodes on there, but it's an absolute corker. And I guarantee you, when you hear us talk about it, you'll be like, yeah, you know what? It is a corker. Yeah. It is. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> I think we've built it up a bit so, too much now, David. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit too much. So, okay, so we're going to get on to our last topic now. Uh, worst actress. Well, this one's a bit of a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because, yeah. so Elizabeth, I can't say her name without saying Moth, Moss. Elizabeth yeah. Moss is, so if you're a fan of hers, it's safe to say that her acting skills have vastly improved over the years. This is probably, we didn't look it up actually, but it's probably one of her first films, I'd say. I'd imagine pretty so. Cool. So she's obviously done Handmaid's Tale. Is it Top of the Lake? Something like that, as oh, she does. we didn't look it up. Oh, we didn't look it up, we should have done. We should have done. We should do our research before we Whoops. discuss these things. Um, research, so she's research. done some pretty big um, dramas, hasn't she? Yeah. She's also done a few films. Other movies, yeah. Um, so 
she's and I think in Handmaid's Tale she's great she's, yeah she's yeah. a good actress now I've never watched it but I've seen clips of it yeah she's, and I've she's seen very bits good in it. it yeah so she's she's a great actress now so if you are a fan of hers definitely watch this film because it just shows you the progress that someone can yeah, make yeah. from starting out to where she is now because she is simultaneously the best and worst in this film I'd say yeah I, th- I think there are flashes of someone who will end up be who, who did yes, end up being a good actress definitely compared to the other actors as well yeah. she she kind of shines through as someone with potential but there's a few bits in there like when she delivers her lines um, in a particular scene and she delivers her lines absolutely fine and then she does this weird <laughs> sniffing of oh, the air so, so strange. it's like when my dog if I'm cooking dinner and it's something my dog really likes and he just does this his nose goes up and he just sniffs around in one place <laughs> I thought it you were going like to say that. I thought you were going to say it's when my dog farts and you kind of do that no, no, What's no. that smell? No, no, no. <laughs> I do not. It's I when... do not sniff when he farts. He stinks. <laughs> you, you know that instant. Like, what's that weird smell? It's literally oh, it's like, the dog. like when his nose goes crazy. If if I'm cooking yeah, something, yeah. like if I cook bacon, yeah. he loves that. He sits by the oven See, and his nose is going crazy. Until, like that. until you it's said weird. that, I, I don't think I would have thought. Where does that? Well, why? What does that sniff remind me of? Yeah, but now that? you said that, she yeah. just kind of sniffs around in one place. Her head kind of goes all wobbly, and she's just sniffing the air. But I can't remember what that line was she said before that. But it made no sense for her no, to then. Like, I don't think there was any reason to be sniffing. Sniff of the air. There was no reason to be sniffing at no. that point. And a lot of her lines as well um, were delivered with this kind of like breathiness as as yes. well. Like yeah, they were trying to make the character seem a little bit weaker and softer and but then other times like the um the guy in the last movie we watched the i can't remember Ghost his name poorly rectory. yeah but i can't remember the, the the character's name harry sharp harry yes she was almost a bit snug with some of her other lines yeah so it kind of went between yeah kind of breathy and what's the word i'm looking for ethereal yeah kind of yeah and then the other times she was like cocky and smug and yeah, a and bit and it was a real shift there's a bit towards the end where she turns into a gangster which we'll talk about in the oh other oh god yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. the other podcast she's kind of a bit all over the place but I think mm-hmm. if this is one of her first films she's obviously finding her feet as an actress and, and that does show through because like you said it, some parts she does very well and then other parts like really? yeah <laughs> but yeah. you know that's all part of I guess improving and, isn't it? you know I don't think the uh, I, I can't imagine there was much time for rehearsal much time for character work I think with um, a lot of these films, they probably just do shoot it in an afternoon. And if, if anything... There wasn't many wardrobe changes in this one again, was there? No, she had the same weird dress on the whole way right. through. That's right, yeah, she did. The dad wore the same suit most of the time. And they put her in a dress, which is the sort of dress you'd imagine a ghost to... I know that doesn't that sounds weird, but yeah, picture, if you imagine a ghost, a female mm. ghost, a floaty white sort of gown, it was like a very fitted but kind of... Like a negligee kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, kind of like a negligee. Or a shift or something, yeah. I think is, with like a yeah. lacy bit to the top and then but she didn't I think she had a couple of those type of dresses but she really didn't wear many different clothes did she no. it was that kind no. of look started there at the beginning a couple of different things but then very quickly went into the yeah. haunted yeah. ghost the nightgown kind yeah. of but like I said I think there were moments of oh actually because there was yeah. one scene where she was talking to who was she was talking to and I could be like oh that was actually really good what she just did there Oh, it was the bit before she started sniffing the air. Oh, was it? Yeah, she was like she was doing this bit. I think it might have been to 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 Trevor. I think that's what made it worse, though, the sniffing of the air, because she delivered her line really well, and then all of a sudden she's just in this weird thing, and there was no again no relevance to sniffing the air unless someone was cooking pasta downstairs. <laughs> she's thinking, yeah, all oh, pasta again, yummy. And I think as well with with the character that she had, this 
she was a really sort of nervous character. There was a lot of small, shifty movements that actually detracted yeah. a lot. Someone's doing something and the other person is shifting, shifting around and making little movements. It's just going to draw your eye and yeah. distract you away from it. There was a lot of that going on, which, yeah. again, is, I, I guess that's probably just a little bit of like craft, isn't it, in front yeah. of the camera? Knowing when to be all over the shop and when not to be. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Never been I don't in the movie. Let's just say she's definitely Yet. improved. <laughs> yeah, definitely improved. So yeah, that was our worst actress. Yeah. And that's our last topic. So really it just now sort of comes down to before we give it our five stars, is that any other burning thing about the movie that we haven't There's just a little tiny thing that I think we just should mention. Oh okay, there is go another on. montage. <laughs> yeah. Montage. It's a completely bizarre again, don't know I I don't know what any of it meant. It kind of flashed between several different things didn't it but there was no yeah. point to it or there was no explanation of it yeah it kind of flashed to the, was it to detective show the, pass the parents of time? and i don't know weird yeah but, but it was definitely montage we just, style film yeah we were yeah. just happy that we got another montage because that's what yeah. we live for in these films don't we yeah i mean i don't i don't think two movies in a row having a montage would push us to put in a montage category I think I think if we watch another one, if the next one's got a montage, I'm I'm voting we put it in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe maybe we just have a special section about montages. Or maybe at the end of sorry to just be um, <laughs> it's um, episode two having We're a meeting in the middle feet. of a <laughs> in the middle of a podcast. But I think maybe if we get a lot of montages, we have best montage of the series. <gasps> At the end, end episode. Sorry, I just think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I, I think I just gave a very good example of the sex sounds coming from the attic. Um, I love it. That's an amazing idea, definitely. And then we can have like a battle royale montages all at the end across all the different movies that we watch. Yes. I. Yes. Am so here each for each that. series, you get the best montage of that series, and then at the end of the year, maybe all the montages. Montage, montage off against each championships, other. Yeah. There was a montage. No real point for it. Nothing really happened in it. But no, it was a montage. Just to be honest, no matter what happens in a montage, we're just happy to have a montage. Yeah. So I don't think they can, can really get it wrong. We're just 100%. like oh, a montage. I don't know why. <laughs> who doesn't like a montage though? No, who doesn't? Absolutely. And Although, if you think about writing a film, if you ever sat and actually did write Crank Three <laughs> if we ever sat and actually wrote it then there'd definitely be a montage in there somewhere, wouldn't they? That's the rule number one of script writing, isn't it? Yeah. Put in a montage somewhere, even yeah, if it doesn't 100%. fit. Yeah, 100%. Although I should also point out that, as Emma mentioned there, we have discussed in the past about creating Crank Free yep. as a movie because clearly the people that wrote Crank 2 aren't going to do it. No. So we're going to have to do it. But you said we. It's actually yeah. you that is to write it. But I'm very busy. <laughs> so if we can split the All right, responsibility of it. Fine. You write you write the montage, I'll write the rest of the film. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's fine, yeah. Is that the deal? Cool. All right. Um, you know that's probably gonna actually end up happening. The only other thing that was in there that we didn't mention was there was it was at the end, wasn't it, when she was pointing the gun at Brad but she was actually pointing it at herself. Yes. Um there was like a you know when in any kind of T V <laughs> drama or movie they do a, a memory and it kind of goes all wavy. The screen goes all wavy. Like it goes. It was that there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. And there's a trend on TikTok at the moment where people do that. Oh, that wavy. Yeah. yeah, the bendy. That's what it made me think of. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted him to start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was yeah, that was in there as well. Like a sort of that effect, that wobbly kind of effect that yeah. they do a lot in movies and TV shows. But but normally, yeah, when they're having a 
flashback or a memory, don't they? Yeah, it's always that wavy, yeah. wavy look, which which was brought to light wonderfully in Wayne's World, where we get the doodle doodle yes. doodle sound yeah, from. Yeah. Oh God. Now I want to watch Wayne's World. Wayne's World's a great film. <laughs> Wayne's World 2, though, there's a bit in Wayne's World 2 that I can't watch without absolutely wetting myself. It's where he goes to the dry cleaners and he's washing his underwear and he puts it in the tumble dryer. And who is it? Who's the model that he's talking to? Cindy Crawford, is it? Or am I getting that wrong? No. Um, oh, it may oh, be Michelle at that point because it's, um, it's Kevin a... Bassinger is seeing Garth. Yes. But oh, is it her? I can't remember. I don't know. I there's can't a, remember there's the scene. a model we're in gonna, the. We're going to have to watch Wayne's Model too now. Yeah, there's a model in the um, dry cleaners, and he he's like getting all nervous trying to chat to her. Yeah. And he puts his underwear in the tumble dryer, and he pulls out his pants, and they're like that. <laughs> they're like tiny, and it just ma- I don't know. It's just such a silly scene, but it ma- and it might be his face as well. It just makes me die laughing every time. It's so good. <laughs> We're going to have to move on from that, I think. <laughs> we have to score this at a five, Emma, on the good, bad movie scale. Yeah, oh, I'm really yeah. torn with this one. Are you? I'm torn because I think because I'm comparing it to last week and last week was so boring yeah. and dull and nothing happened and this time it was too much was happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm almost relieved that stuff was happening. And when we and I did say to you when we first started watching it, this is better than last week because I actually want to see who's in the attic and what happens and yeah, who yeah. everyone is. Yeah, yeah, you were invested. I was invested. But I wanted to find out. Not in a good out. way. Not like the story's great. It's got no, me hooked. It's just that I needed to work out what, what was going the hell on. What's going on? Now I don't feel satisfied at all because I didn't find out what's going on. <laughs> I still don't know what happened. For that reason, I'm going to have to score it a bit lower. Yeah. So I'm probably going to go about a three, I think, because there was loads going on, but none of it made any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm in the middle with this one. What about you? The real thing is, I was sitting there thinking, I think this is actually a good, bad movie, in the sense that you could sit down and watch this and just have an absolute crack and laugh. Yeah. If you watch this with your friends, you know, like, could you imagine sitting down with all our pals watching that incestuous kiss yeah we'd it'd be chaos watching it right <laughs> so for that i think you know i think it'd be really really funny but i know for a fact there are much better bad movies out yeah. there than that so this is quite middle of the road so yeah i was thinking a three as well because it's not as bad but it's not awful because it's just like nothing is going on yeah, there's not like last week where it was just like, this is could, dull. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid things that you could just go and have a good laugh at watching. Yeah. But it's not like good movie five in, level. I guess in terms of a ghost movie, there was quite a lot going on because if you think about ghost movies, they're dry in terms of action a lot of the time, aren't mm-hmm. they? It's a lot of like, oh, is there something there? And oh, what was that flashing past the window? And yeah. it, But there's not actually a lot of action. It's not Us, like when yeah. you watch something like um, Sharknado or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not the same level of excitement and action is it as as a bad movie like that True. i guess for a ghost movie it was quite a lot going on yeah but it wasn't particularly scary goings on oh it wasn't scary none of it was jumpy scary there were no. a few sort of moments where you thought there was going to be a jump scare but there just wasn't yeah yeah so yeah i think three's fair yeah it, it, it does but I would definitely say to people watch it if you're a fan of Elizabeth Moss because to see how far she's come just for that just yeah. to see you know how good she is now compared to this film yeah, yeah, she's definitely. worked hard <laughs> <laughs> there's been some well paid acting coaches I think yeah uh, maybe, maybe innate ability got her some way but not to disparage anything she's done after that because clearly she's gotten better yeah yeah clearly. she's done some she's yeah. done some pretty good stuff since then but 
Yeah, I'd, I'm almost intrigued to see what else she's done in the early days. Yeah. To see if it's as bad. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, it's sad that I want to look it up and see yeah. any, any if because if there's earlier movies she's done, that. Yeah, if she's done something earlier, we've definitely got to watch yeah. it. Even yeah. if it's not a ghost movie, if it's hopefully we don't end up with like a whole season of six movies on Elizabeth yeah, Moss. We could well do. Yeah. Oh, that poor woman. <laughs> they clearly can't be at like. I think she's fine. Levels. I think she's probably yeah. quite well off. We are not. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're not. We're not being mean. No. <laughs> I think she'll be happy. She'll be okay without without knowing what we're saying. So yeah, thank you very much, everyone. That was episode two, and then said episode two. six. Episode that two, yeah. Episode don't get two ahead of with the attic. <laughs> Um, it's got, got three stars off of both of us in terms of yep. a good bad movie um, if you want to catch us on social media look up I see bad movies on Instagram I see as in the letters I see bad movie pod on Twitter um, and yeah all the links will be in the episode yep. description for you to catch up with us and thank you very much bye thank you bye